The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. Welcome to Astros Baseball, a podcast by a fan. For the fans of the Houston Astros, here is your host, Rob Fontenot. Hey guys, thanks for tuning in to this episode of Astros Baseball brought to you by RamShirts.com, the company that brought you Crush City Tees. Ram Shirts offers custom printed and embroidered apparel. They offer direct-to-garment printing for small runs and screen printing for larger runs. Follow on Twitter and Instagram at RamShirts. Visit RamShirts.com for all your custom apparel needs. Enter promo code BASEBALL for 25% off your order. I hope that's still up because I'm still advertising it. And again, I'm wearing a shirt from Crush City Tees. My favorite shirt. It's comfortable. It's awesome. I love it. Anyway, here's something else I love. The Astros add another veteran arm to the bullpen. And not only am I happy that they picked up a veteran... But they got him from the Dodgers, and Dodger fans are upset. They're not really upset that he's leaving and that he signed somewhere else. They're upset that he signed with the Astros. They said anywhere but there. And he signed here. Hopefully he does good, and hopefully him doing good upsets them. So let's go and give you a history lesson on Pedro Baez, our second veteran arm. Uh, he was signed in 2008 by uh, in the from the Dominican by the Dodgers 2008 as a third baseman, uh, and he was voted two times the best arm in the organization as an infielder. Uh, I was looking at his stats earlier. He was hitting about 220 in the low A and minor leagues, and they decided to move him to pitcher in 2013. So they got him in 2008, 2013. They moved him to pitcher the very next year. 2014 makes his Major League Baseball debut. He had 20 appearances. Uh, The following season, 2015, he makes the opening day roster. So a very good move uh, by the Dodgers there. 2017, this is good. I really like this. 2017-2019, he led the Dodgers in appearances. So that's very good. Uh, One thing I learned about him is that, well, two things. I learned two things about him is that he's slow. He's very deliberate or procrastinates, whatever word you want to throw in there. He takes a lot of time in between pitches. He was actually at one time, and I think it was 2017, I could be wrong, but he was the slowest guy in Major League Baseball. Rob Manfred warned him, told him to speed things up, and he's no longer the slowest one. So keep an eye on that. Keep an eye on that to see how slow he is. 
Another thing I learned about him, and I tweeted this earlier, his nickname is The Mule. And I would assume that is because he pitches a lot of innings or he pitches a lot of games. He's a workhorse. I like it. He's an innings eater. He is a veteran to go along with all the young guys. I like this pickup. I'm pretty excited about the mule, and I'm not going to... His his nickname is in Spanish, like La Pina. I think... I'm going to try it. I'm going to try it, okay? I might say it wrong. I already forgot it. It's La Mole. La Mola? I don't know. But it's the mule in Spanish, whatever that is. Uh, I apologize for that. I, I knew it earlier. I don't know what I did with it. All right, so anyway, let's go to arbitration. The Astros have until noon today to exchange salary figures with their three arbitration-eligible players. Uh, Number one is Carlos Correa. This is his final season of arbitration. If the Astros don't extend him, he's a free agent. Uh, Trade rumors have projection uh, for each of these guys' salaries. They have Carlos Correa at $8 million to $10.2 million. And for me, some reason that seems kind of low, but we'll see. Uh, Lance McCullers Jr. is also his last year of arbitration. He'll be a free agent if they don't sign him. His payday could be $4.7 million to $7 million. And one thing I read about Lance McCullers, you have to remember this. I, I'm thinking he's going to get closer to the seven, and, and this is why I'm guessing. This is why I'm thinking. You look at his stats, and then it was something, it was something like this. I didn't write the numbers down, but it's something like this. If he gave up, if you remember, he had that one game where he gave up nine runs, and I think it was Colorado or Arizona. I, I can't remember. But he gave up like nine runs. He was pitching a no-hitter or something, and then he gave up nine runs. can't remember where that was. Then he had another game where he didn't even get anybody out. So if you, if you look at his games, he gave up, I think it was 24 runs. And 11 of those, almost half of the runs he gave up was in those two games. So he had a really good season. He just blew up twice. And so, I mean, I'm guilty of it too. I, I forgot how good he did. He did amazing, and I'm pretty excited about him being in the rotation this year. I never really looked at him as somebody that the Astros would try to sign long-term, but who knows? I mean, he's a, a figure here in Houston. Uh, he's very popular. He's very active with the fans. Uh, but anyway, then, what was his? 4-7-7? Seven to seven? I think he would get, I don't know. We'll see. Uh, Diaz, his second year of arbitration. So we have Diaz this year and next year. He doesn't get paid as much as these guys. Uh, 2.8 to 3.1, not a big gap there. And one thing about Diaz, I don't know if you noticed this, but he was hurt last year. But there was a stat that he's missed 86 games or so in the last two seasons. He's almost missed half the time he's been here. Uh, but he's pretty important. You know, he's pretty good. He had a couple of home runs in the playoffs last year. Very important guy to give everybody a day off. 
And who knows, if Correa leaves, he might have to play third next year and Bregman slide over to short, but that is for another time. That is not anything we're going to discuss today. Uh, But anyway, you know about arbitration. Uh, The player says, I'm worth this. The owner says, I think you're worth this. Uh, They talk. They try to agree on something. If they don't, arbitration takes those two numbers and they pick one or the other. There's no middle ground. It's this or that. And that's that's that. So they have till noon today to turn it in. I don't know about you know the rest of the thing, but that's they they this is when they tell each other this is what I want. Well, this is what you're worth. So that's today. So look for Twitter. There should be some news. This should be posted later today at noon. So there's another story from Mike Oz from Yahoo Sports, and Mark Yu actually sent me this. Thank you, Mark. It was, I think the 13th was one year later with the cheating scandal, or I think it's when they, when the Astros got punished. But it's one year later, which Astros have been forgiven? And I'm, and I'm not really sure they're in order and they're numbered. I don't know if he's trying to say, uh, the, the guys that are number one are the least hated. I don't really even know if these are in order, but, I'm not. I'm gonna give you. I'm gonna give them to you in the order that he wrote them, and I'm just gonna give you my two cents on what he has to say. So he did say the pandemic saved the Astros from being the villain, but they're still public enemy number one. So I don't know how it say. I guess it saved them from being booed. That's about it. Uh, but yes, they are public enemy number one. We as fans know this. Uh, A.J. Hinch is back. Cora's uh, back. I can't even think of Cora's first name. That's how little I care about the guy. So let's start with Springer. Uh, he said it won't tarnish his big payday. Will the next fan base make excuses for him? Okay, let me tell you this. Springer is the top free agent left. He's going to make a lot of money. And we already know this, dude. No matter what they did here in Houston, they change uniforms and go to another city automatically forgiven by the city they're in, automatically forgiven by the other 28 teams. Everyone's going to forgive them. All they got to do is change uniforms. We've seen it happen. Uh, Number two, A.J. Hinch. He was remorseful, and people seemed to be closer to giving him a pass. Now, you know how I feel if you've been listening for a while, how I feel about A.J. Hinch. I'm pretty down on him, but you aren't. I mean, most of the people on Twitter, you're not down on him. You're cool with it. You wanted him back. I don't want him back. You wanted him back. Uh, Detroit said, we'll take him. You don't want him, we'll take him. And... I don't know. I mean, it says people are going to give him a pass. I don't even know if anybody cares. I don't know if other team, other fan bases even care. I don't even remember the backlash or the, I don't even remember anybody making a big uproar about this. So I don't, I mean, AJ Hinch isn't the bad guy anymore. Uh, Carlos Correa. He said he was the only person who was defiant. You remember when he said, what are they going to say now? When he made the, uh, when we beat Minnesota, and then he had the 
Then he had the big walk-off in the ALCS, and he says that got the stink off of him. All right, so let's let's dissect this a little bit. Yes, he was the only person who was defiant, and that made people dislike him even more. When he said, what are they going to say now, that made him dislike him even more than that. And yes, he backed up his trash talking, you know, with the walk-off and how awesome he played in the ALCS. But I don't think people stopped hating him. I mean, for one reason, he's still he's still with the Astros, but he talked a lot of garbage. But we'll see when next season starts. But he was a pretty bad guy. But people respected him. You know, they didn't like that he was talking trash, but they respected him for backing it up. And so maybe that's the point he's trying to make. Uh, Cora... It says the Red Sox are a disaster and nobody cares. And I don't care. Alex Cora. There, I figured out your name. I don't care. You don't care. We don't care. Skip it. Uh, Jim Crane. That he kind of stayed in the middle. And you remember the spring training uh, apology. That was horrible. But he fired. He fired A.J. Hinch and Luno. And he said he didn't know anything about it. Uh, these guys cheated. I'm going to get rid of them. I'm going to clean up the game. That's my job. You know, like a politician would do. Is he a bad guy? If you listen to Ben Ryder's uh, podcast, The Edge, he is the bad guy. you got to check it out if you haven't heard it. Here's the real bad guy right here. I, I, I think they're in order of how bad it is. I'm not sure, but it, it, this one's pretty bad. Rob Manfred, it, it, it said on top of everything else that people hate him for, he didn't punish the Astros. But we all know from digging into research that he couldn't punish them, but they still hate him. Whether or not he had the ability to punish them doesn't matter. The fact that he didn't punish them is why everybody hates him. And he's just not likable. People don't like him. People want him out. Uh, Alex Bregman. He apologized at spring training. So he was one of the leaders. It said he it will stick with him for his entire career. But he avoided consequence. And if you think about it, Bregman didn't have an outstanding season. But he didn't really have a horrible one. I think I spoke about this a couple episodes ago. That it was a 60-game season and he didn't have time to start off slow and and bring his numbers up like he had been. But I guess, I mean, I don't think these are going in order because Bregman really didn't get any hate. I don't really know anything. I know people don't like him. Some people don't like him. He's kind of one of the players... This is Bregman right here, and it's a little bit of Correa, too. He's kind of one of those guys that if he's on your team, you love him, and if he's not on your team, you don't like him. You know, he's arrogant-looking or whatever, but he wasn't last year. And then you go to Altuve. I said he's a punchline for all fans. You know, he was having the 200 hits and batting champions, silver sluggers and all that accused of the buzzer, and then he comes and hits 219. 
but he did have five home runs and 10 RBIs in the postseason. But he had some success. But he took a lot of heat. He took a lot of heat last year. I think it affected him. I don't think he was having fun. It was a horrible year for Altuve. And hopefully he comes back. Shake it off, Altuve. Come back good. But I would say that Altuve, is he going to be forgiven? No. See, you, I don't even know how many people hate him. Because all, all, all you hear is Yankees and Dodger fans crying. Mostly Yankee fans because he keeps walking them off. But he's hated. I mean, he's. I think he's the most hated guy on the team as far as uh, other fan bases. And he takes the most heat. A, he's the leader. But B, you know, because he hit 219, they think that everything that he did before that, he cheated. He's not getting any credit for it. Uh, Tony Adams, people are backing him up saying he didn't use it, he didn't cheat. People don't care. People don't care. Uh, Carlos Beltran, he hasn't really been talked about. Uh, He didn't get another chance like Cora and Hinch. And if, if you believe like I do, if the stories were true during the investigation, that when he joined the Astros, he said your cheating is behind the times or your sign stealing, whatever he said. But people that like the Yankees or the Yankee fans, they they just, they, they really honestly think this, I guess, that he never cheated, didn't cheat at all with the Yankees, and then he cheats one year with the Astros. Like, he, he never did anything wrong, but all of a sudden, one year. But who knows? You know, I don't know if the, the bulldozing and the steamrolling thing was true or not. But no one cares about Beltran. I don't care about him. Uh, and then the last one is Luno. Luno is the chief villain of the story. He kept saying, I'm not a cheater. And you heard it in the interview on TV. He's like, these guys cheated. You know, they I didn't know they were cheating. And they cheated. And they deserved everything they got. And why am I doing an impression? But anyway... He's suing the Astros for $22 million. He took zero responsibility, and he has no job. So he's still hated. Has he been forgiven? I don't think so. But what's crazy is Astro fans wanted him back. They wanted him back. I mean, he comes on TV and says, these guys are cheaters, but I didn't know anything about it. If you did know something about it, and you're saying everybody's cheating and you and you're that you didn't know anything about it, you're pretty horrible. Just be quiet. He got on there, everybody thought, you know, he's getting on there. I need a job. I'm gonna I'm gonna show you spreadsheets and all these things that I didn't do anything wrong. But this isn't us. You know, this isn't us. This is other fan bases. And we'll see what happens. Uh, but anyway, there's some more news before I go. Uh, I keep seeing this. This is what I'm seeing. Andrew Benatendi, the Red Sox are, uh, I guess they're they're wanting to trade him. We talked about it earlier about Cora that nobody cares about the Red Sox. So he's getting a free pass. Uh, Benatendi, they want young prospects. So do the Astros even have anyone left? Do they have anyone to give them? 
no news on Brantley. I think Springer's gone. I keep hearing these little things that Brantley's coming back for some reason. But then I've I've read him going to the to other team. You you know, anytime there's a good player, you're always going to hear something about him going to the Yankees. But the Astros, the last time I told you they picked up uh the other pitcher, Stanick, now they have another one. So now the 40-man roster is at 40, but they still need two outfielders. So they're gonna have to they're gonna have to remove two people. So maybe if they want prospects, outfielder prospects, they can trade Miles Straw and Chaz McCormick because they're gonna have to take. I mean, you know what I'm saying? Like just trade them. If you don't think Miles Straw is good enough to be an everyday starting center fielder, and you want Ben Attendee, which I think he still has years left, like three years left, like go ahead and do it. Another guy, and this is more, you know, the the Astros are going to have to start calling, if you know what that means, if you're fishing, but Joachim Soria uh, draws interest from AL West teams, uh, Angels, pretty much everybody but Seattle. Rangers, Astros, Angels, and the A's. Uh, that was eight hours ago from John Morrissey. Uh, Joachim Soria, I would love to have that guy. But who's who are we going to get rid of? I don't know. Are we good? We're good to go? Uh, you know what? I, this That guy's good. So the three guys, if we do get him, you add the young kids with these three guys. Uh, Joe Smith will be back. I mean, we're going to be good. We're going to be really good. And we, and we had two outfielders. We put Benettini in the outfield with uh, Tucker and throw another guy in there, we're going to be good, folks. We're going to be really good. So like I said earlier, this is day one of my five days off in a row. I told you I'm going to try to go out and get, I don't even know if I said this at the beginning, but I'm going to try to go out and get guests to come on. I reached out to Adam C. McKinnon. He is the co-host with Jim Passan, uh, Romantic, about baseball podcast. And also, he wrote a book called Baseball for Kids. So, And I, I saw him do some posts about the Hall of Fame. So I want to bring him on, talk about his book, talk about his podcast, and uh, try to you know get his uh, thoughts on the uh, Hall of Fame ballot that is uh, everybody's talking about now. And also, Gerald, Gerald Sanchez, a play-by-play from the LSN Network. He does uh, Houston... Uh, University of Houston Sports, and I sent him a request. I haven't heard back from him, but this is just something that I have an idea about. And uh, I want to talk about this. You have, I know it's a baseball podcast, but let's focus on Houston. I want to find someone that can talk about Houston. You have the Astros cheating scandal which is a little bit behind us. I don't really want to dig into that, but just it's just a side note of things happening in Houston. And then you have all that stuff going on with Harden. And then you look at the Texans and you have all this trade rumors with their with their franchise quarterback. They traded away their franchise wide receiver. You know, they have Bill O'Brien, they have this other guy but I just wanted to talk Houston. 
I'm going to bring him on, talk about Houston. That's if he says yes. If not, I'll find someone else. But anyway, I appreciate you tuning in this morning to day one of five, hopefully. But I'm going to need guests. I'm either going to need guests or there's going to have to be some Astros news happening in the next five days. But anyway, guys, I appreciate you tuning in this morning. Uh, It's Friday. Thank God it's Friday. The weekend's coming up. If you're a banker, you have Monday off. Or you're a teacher. I guess schools might have it. But three-day weekend for most. Uh, Parts issue at work. Five-day weekend for me. Thanks for tuning in, guys. We'll see you next time here on Astros Baseball. Thanks for listening to this episode of Astros Baseball. Make sure to subscribe so that way you will be alerted when there is a new episode. Follow Rob on Twitter at Rob Fontenot. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.